You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. Welcome to House of Cards. We've got quite an hour for you. Uh, Of course, we have our mailbag segment, but we also have a very smart guy in the poker world. He's an IT and business professional who is also an educator, an author, and a poker coach. His name is Alton Harden, and he's just written a book. In fact, he's written a few books, and we're going to talk to him about that. And then we're going to talk to David the Maven Chikotsky, He is an author and a poker tutor and very, very clear-speaking guy who talks about poker theory and the practical aspects of playing poker. Uh, I think you will enjoy our interview. David, the Maven Chikotsky, talking about his new book, The Basics of Poker and Beyond. And then, of course, we'll have mailbag. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Oh, boy. How great was it to have football back? Oh, your first week is in the books. And how'd your fantasy team do? I can tell you, every Monday coming into the studio, I can see who played Fandle because usually they win a little cash. So how about you? Do you win some money? No? Well, you can't on Fandle this weekend. Come on, put your football knowledge to work and go to Fandle now. Fandle is the trusted leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They are paying out over $75 million a week this football season. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1 so anyone can play. Last year, Joe Watson from New York turned a $50 deposit into over $30,000 in two weeks playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Join him and the over 1 million other users who have already won money. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my code HOC. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Is winning the most important thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you mean, even with, like, considering health and, like, world peace? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Welcome back, listeners. 
This is Ashley Adams, and you're listening once again to House of Cards. We have a very smart and very interesting guy who does e-learning courses and has founded and runs a site called Microgrinder. We're going to talk with Alton Harden. Alton, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Great. Now, where exactly are you located physically right now? Where do you live? So I'm, lo- I'm located in California, near the capital. Oh, Sacramento. Yes. Do you play in any of the clubs in Sacramento? So I used to several years ago, uh, but then I left for grad school, and I really don't play it live much anymore. But I played in a lot of the local card rooms up here. Okay, because a friend of mine, Andre, and I went out to Sacramento and Stockton and up into the mountains and played in every damn poker room within 100 miles of Sacramento. I think there were like 30 rooms that we played in. What a great area for live poker, if that's what interests you. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, (laughs) if you are a live poker player, this is one of the places to be. Yeah. So tell us how you got into poker and how you got into e-learning and setting up uh, MicroGrinder. Yeah, so it, it's a bit interesting. You know, um, I got into poker just about like everybody else did, watching the WSOP and the Moneymaker era, and everybody thought, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. And, you know, I just started playing and read some books. I read Dole Brunson's books and some of the other earlier books, and really supplemented some of my side income um, as an undergraduate in college, playing a lot of the live women when, you know, 2-4, four, 4-8, four, and 3-6 limit was really the prevalent games in the card rooms. And that's really what got me into it. And then, you know, after that, went off to grad school, got a couple master's degrees, and started teaching as an adjunct professor and decided to get back into poker and kind of took the hard way of learning how to relearn the game, learning how to play six max online games and, you know, joined training sites, read a bunch of books, got coaching and did that. And I figured there's got to be an easier way. And that's really what led me to microgrinder.com. Okay. So tell us what microgrinder.com is and what the, as you put it, easier way of learning is. Yeah, sure. So once I got back into playing poker pretty seriously as a hobby, uh, I reached out to people on 2 Plus 2, and we started a study group. And microgrinder.com started as a forum for a study group. And just over time, I have a background in IT and web development and business. And it just kind of just morphed into its own website and its own being. And as I improved my game and I really became pretty solid at the microstakes, I just decided, you know, after it had been running for about six months, is that, you know, having an MBA, that there's got to be a way to monetize it and make a little bit of side income, but at the same time, also provide beginning poker players and struggling poker players with an easier way to pick up the game. And so that led me to my e-courses from my background in teaching. And, you know, I really decided to build courses around what's going to be a fundamental and easy way and painless way for people to get all the information that took me several months to learn in a matter of, you know, sitting down and watching the e-course that's 13 hours long. Well, you advertise, or I shouldn't say advertise, but you publicize yourself as a free online website dedicated to micro-stakes poker players. Now, when you say micro-stakes, isn't that like one cent, two cent, two cent, four cent that you can only play online, or are you also referring to cash games, you know, one dollar, two dollar, no limit games? So our main target audience is online micro stakes players starting at 2NL up to 25NL. So that really is our target audience. And we aren't really dedicating ourselves to people that play tournament poker or they play sit-and-goes or they play the higher stakes or the live cash games. But we do tell them that a lot of the basics that you learn at these lower limit micro stakes is that you can apply them to the low-stakes live games, because the fundamental concepts in poker really are all the same. Well, okay, fair enough. So you are primarily geared to micro-stakes online players, um, but you think that a lot of the lessons learned for those games are applicable to bigger-stakes games. But my question is, 
who in the United States plays microstakes? I mean, you have some people living in Nevada or visiting Nevada that can play or in New Jersey, and I guess eight people or so in Delaware. But the rest of us, we don't have access, do we, to uh, microstakes poker? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and that's the thing with our site and, and my target audience is that it's really worldwide. Uh, a lot of right. our target audience and one of the, my other poker coach on my site, um, his name is Paul and he goes by rec time. He's out of the UK. He's in England. And so we have a lot of members and a lot of visitors from Australia, from the UK, from Vietnam, from Russia, from Canada. So it's really worldwide and it's not just focused on the U.S. market. I see. Is all your content in English, or do you have foreign language content? It's all in English. I haven't converted anything into foreign language. Um, this website is a bit of a hobby for me. I do it in my spare time. So everything you see, this is done in my spare time, and I have a full-time career. So I'm not really to the point where I'm looking to convert it to other languages. Uh, listeners, we're going to be back after a quick break. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. I really think it's time for us to do something. This is all getting way out of hand. What do you mean? The song is sweet. Chess. When one is outmatched, the game is over. Checkmate. Not chess, Mr. Spark. Poker. Do you know the game? A very interesting game, this poker. It does have advantages over chess. Love to teach it to you. You're listening to the House of Cards. Hey, everybody, it's Ashley Adams. I just want our listeners to know we're talking to Alton Harden, who is an educator, author, poker go- coach, and uh, runs a site called Microgrinder. You can get his stuff. He said the name, let me spell it for you, Udemy.com. That's U-D-E-M-Y. 
www.thebigbluebook.com. Okay, well, I want to get to your books and your e-learning courses, but before I do, I want to ask a kind of a threshold question that, you know, some of our listeners uh, from other countries especially might be asking themselves if they haven't ventured into microstakes play. How much money can somebody actually make playing, you know, the the very, very small stakes poker that uh, that you write about? Sure. So you can actually make... At the lowest stakes, you're not going to make that much. At the $2 buying games, I mean, you're going to make $100 here and there. I play primarily the $5 and $10 games, and just playing in my spare time over the last year, I won around $1,000, and, you know, that's really not that much in the bigger scheme of things. But my other poker coach on the side, he plays the 25 and L up to 15 L games, and he does that as a side income for a living, and he makes upwards of 10000 a year. So there is a significant amount of money if you want to move up to the upper micro stakes. The upper micro stakes. Sounds like an oxymoron, but you're talking about the $20, $25 game, $25 or $50 um, game. And by that, you mean that's the max buy-in for the stakes. So you're describing sure. how, how does the – what you describe when you say 25 NL, how does that refer to – how does that explain the blind structure? Yeah, so 25 and L would be the max buy-in at 100, 100 big blind buy-in games. So it would be big blind would be 25 cents, small blind would be 10 cents. I see. And that's really the upper threshold before you jump up to the higher stakes, and they they start calling that the small stakes. Do you, when you play online, and I imagine you can't, well, you're located in California, so you can't play online yourself unless there's some way that you are hooked up to play. Do you have some way of playing online? So the thing with online market stakes in the U.S. is that there are unregulated sites. So, you know, I play for fun on the, the online unregulated sites. Um, personally, I play on Bovada, and that's why I play the low stakes there for fun. But, you know, for people that aren't in the state-regulated sites, you know, I don't recommend jumping up to higher stakes, even though if you go to some of these training sites, you'll see the coaches playing on the higher stakes. So there are ways to play on the unregulated side if you want to in certain states. But, you know, I don't recommend playing the higher limits, and that's why we really focus on micro stakes, and that's why I only play them. Waiting, you know, I'm really waiting for them to license poker fully in California for online. And, you know, keep my fingers crossed, hoping the legislature happens soon, and then, you know, maybe jump up in stakes. But, you know, there are ways to play on those license sites. You just have to know which ones are reputable and which ones have been around for a long time. Right. Um, so when you play, or when you used to play, did you multi-table? Did you have, I mean, I guess I spoke to a guy once that played 20 micro-stakes games uh, at the same time. Do you ever do anything like that, or you do just one at a time, or what? So I multi-table. I play four tables of speed poker online. and But before Black Friday, I, I simply, all I played online back then was on PokerStars, kind of wholesale, I was a sit-and-go grinder, and I would play maybe two sit-and-goes at once. Um, once I got back out of grad school, that was when I jumped back into cash games, and boy, was it a lot different than before Black Friday. The game sure has changed, and so that's where I had to re-educate myself in the game. And now I'm to the point where I can multi-table fairly easy, but I don't do 20 tables. All right, well, so tell us about your e-learning courses. What are they, and how do people access them? Sure, so I have three courses, and... It's on a website called Udemy. So if you go to Udemy.com, you can simply Google it. I have three courses on there. And it's a platform where anybody can create courses as an instructor. And so I created three for poker. I currently have three paid ones and a free one. And my most popular course is Crush Microsoft Online Poker. And it's pretty much a course designed for a complete beginner or struggling poker player where they can sit down. And I'm going to teach them from A to Z how they can beat basic microstakes games with a basic tight aggressive approach to the game where we're talking about your mental game, the math, player selection, player types, pre-flop play, post-flop play, all the way from the beginning to the end. And then I have two other courses. I have one on poker math where I talk about the basics of poker math. A third one, I have one on developing poker reads where I introduce HUD stats and what a HUD is for online players for people that have never used a HUD and also identifying different player types. And then I have a free one where I call Poker Fundamentals, but it really doesn't talk about the game. It talks about other areas of the game that people kind of 
pushed to the wayside, like the mental games, dealing with guilt, dealing with variance, thankful management, and other topics like that. And then that's pretty much all that I have in place right now. I understand you also have a brand new book, The Essential Poker Math Book for No Limit Hold'em. Is that right? That's right. I just released that just over a week ago on Amazon in their Kindle format. And how much is that on Kindle? So it is two ninety nine. Two dollars and ninety nine cents, or two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. Such a deal! I should tell you, we've had a guy on from India who does sell Kindle versions of his book for two hundred dollars and a thousand dollars. So it's not completely out of line that your book could be two hundred and ninety nine dollars, even though it might sound crazy. Um, and so, what's next for you outside of your regular career? Are you doing anything else in the poker world going forward that we should know about? No, this is really it. You know, microstakes poker is a side hobby for me. I do do some coaching on the side as a microstakes coach, but really, you know, my focus is on promoting these classes at this point in time. I just recently got to the point where I finished creating all these courses, and I also got the ebooks up and running. And so, right now, it's just really promoting the brand. I also have a YouTube channel, so I release videos on there as well for free. And, you know, really not much more than that. I just keep it as a hobby. I don't plan on making this a full-time gig because I'm in a good place with my regular career and, you know, just looking to supplement it and have some fun. Great. Well, it sounds like you've been having some fun. We've had a good time chatting with you, and I wish you well. Alton Harden. Okay, listeners, we're going to come back after a quick break. Take care. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere an airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource 
for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of September 14th, 2015. Caesars Entertainment agreed last week to pay an $8 million penalty for deficient anti-money laundering controls at the VIP rooms at Caesars Palace. Caesars admitted that it openly allowed Chinese high rollers to gamble anonymously within their private room. In one instance, a $50,000 cash deposit was placed in Caesars' Hong Kong bank account and was not flagged as suspicious, as is required by U.S. law. PokerStars parent company Amaya Gaming is trying to gain a foothold in the U.S. market, this time through fantasy sports. Amaya Gaming has started Stars Draft, which is a daily fantasy sports site. PokerStars ceased operating in the U.S. after the Black Friday indictments of April 2011, which declared online poker illegal in the U.S., according to the Unlawful Internet Gambling Enforcement Act. And finally, after Tom Brady won his appeal in federal court against the NFL, oddsmakers have recalculated the chances of the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl. According to William Hill, prior to the appeal, the Patriots were a 12-to-1 odds to win the Super Bowl. After the appeal, they are 9-to-1. William Hill had Brady as a 40-to-1 long shot to win the NFL's MVP award. After the appeal, it's 15-to-1. I wonder what the odds are that the Patriots get caught cheating again. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because we have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, we paid out over $200 million to our winners. Sign up now, and we'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head not over and Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Are you looking for action? I hope. A little hold. Now you're talking. Ashley Adams, you're listening to House of Cards, and we are fortunate to have a repeat guest. His name is David Chikotsky, also known as The Maven. David, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, somehow when you were not talking, there was a ton of static, but you don't have any static in your voice. Um, So give our listeners who don't know you by name, although if they're readers of the poker world, they would, but tell them a little bit about your background as a poker writer and as a poker player. 
sure. Well, I have an economics background. I'm from Texas, and um, I got into poker, kind of started out with cash games, went to sit and goes, then I found the tournament bug. Um, ever since then, I played just a gazillion tournaments. I played right around 20,000 online tournaments and um, was fortunate enough to win the 2008 Online Player of the Year. Also won the main event of the Venetian that same year. Um, since then, I've actually wound down my playing quite substantially and wound up my teaching practice. So I do the vast majority of my teaching over Skype. Um, I've had players, um, students of mine win Player of the Year. I've had students of mine make the final table of the main event of the World Series. And, uh, yeah, I've had students make uh, millions of dollars more than I have. So who are the students that you're referring to that made the f- final table of the main event? Well, well, Joseph Chong made third in the main event for $4 million. He lived with me as well as uh, my poker mentor, Ari, for about nine months. And, um, I mean, in a weird way, it's hard to even call him a student because so quickly he became so much better than I was that, uh, but yeah, I mean, at one point, I guess you could say I was a student. I mean, Look, the reality is in poker, there's a million ways to skin the cat. I've got a lot of good ideas as far as, you know, maybe 100,000 of those million ways to skin them. But, you know, other people dream up other ways of doing it. And Joseph's a great example of that where he's just a ridiculously smart guy that's done really well. But you, too, have significant poker chops. You won the main event at the Venetian, as you mentioned. You've won tons of online tournaments. Uh, do you play much anymore in Las Vegas? Is that where you're living? Yeah, I live in Las Vegas. I've been here about 10 years. I do play live every once in a while, but um, quite frankly, the game's just so slow, one tabling and, you know, all the young cool kids going really slow, all the old farts going really slow. It just drives <laughs> me nuts. So, uh, so yeah, I do play online. I just play on a couple of websites here locally and uh, actually had a pretty big uh, Sunday this Sunday and brought in a, you know, a nice score. Um, all that said, I've, obviously, as you know, the poker economy and online poker in general has just gone foot ever since Black Friday. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, look, the reality is if they make online poker legal across the United States, it could be the, bigger than the original boom without a doubt. But until that happens right now, it's a lot of, uh, you know, head-to-head combat fighting these other top pros, it seems like. I mean, even the lower stakes, mid stakes, really not as easy as it used to be. So, you know, I mean, you've always got to be advanced in your game. I teach a lot of poker lessons, but I also train with other people that are better than me, no doubt about it. So you've written a book, and I want you to talk about it because I think it's quite remarkable in its brevity and yet its scope at the same time. It's the basics of poker and beyond. Tell us about the book. Sure. It's my first ebook, and as you kind of alluded to, um, I've written for everyone. I mean, I've been in card player, bluff. Poker Players Newspaper, All In. I mean, you name it, I've, I've written for them or I've been in the magazine and everything else. I've never actually written an ebook or a regular book. So this is my first foray into that. It's only 20 pages long. And the actual interesting thing about it is it's designed for beginners uh, that are kind of new to the game and kind of looking to get on track. But at the same time, it actually deals with a lot of the mental, you know, how to, how to leave the mental burden at the door and a lot of the mental aspect of the game to where, you know, even if you are a, you know, intermediate to advanced player, there's definitely some things you'd be able to pull from it. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I've had a good response. It's been a top 10 most popular book this first week. And, um, and yeah, I hope a lot of people will learn a lot from it. Now the title is actually, uh, it could mean a lot of things because you call the book, the basics of poker and beyond. Now that could mean that it's the basics and even more than the basics of poker, but it could also mean the basics of poker and beyond poker, like learning about yourself and learning about how to deal with the world. How did you mean the title? I actually meant it the second way you put it, and it's maybe a little bit forward-reaching because I'm definitely going to be putting out other books. So it does kind of have a cliffhanger, and it kind of does make you wonder, you know, what's this really about? But I've just found over the years that there are a lot of things other than actual poker strategy that help students. I mean, you know, I'm not saying you need to live like a yogi or you know meditate all day long or anything <laughs> of, of that kind of nonsense, but but definitely, I mean, at least half of the work I do with students is like, how do you get over these different things in poker? Just to give you an example, when you get deep in a tournament, on average, the average person will tighten up. That's their gut reaction is to survive, and that costs you a fortune because, as you know, progressive payout top one, two, three pay infinitely more than seventh, eighth, or ninth place. So you almost forced to keep your foot on the pedal and um, these natural the, the things that feel natural they're actually mathematically wrong 
I address those in the book. And, um, and yeah, I just have so much experience, thankfully, teaching hundreds and hundreds of students over the years that I've kind of pulled the most important nuggets that I feel like. Also, at the end of the book, I break down some shortcuts into the math, just actual, just easy math. I, I always call it easy math because the reality is in poker, there's very little hard math. It's all easy math, but it's fast math. Um, someone's looking at you, you've only got five or ten seconds to act, you get that peer pressure at your table live, or you're online, you get the time bank running. So you know, I just give um, readers easy ways to kind of snap your fingers and know, should I be drawing? Do I have odds? Do I not have odds? Things of that nature. But but yeah, I think you're right. When you when you mentioned the title, it, it is and beyond. I mean, I, meant, I mentioned, you know, ways to get over the mental burden and you know, even going as far as to like, you know, fasting just to create that hunger, create that pain. Because a lot of times you're playing poker, you're hungry. A lot of times you're playing, you're tired. Sometimes you're upset when you come play, but you still have to put it all together and make the correct decisions. Because when it's all said and done, the more correct decisions you make in a row, the more money you're going to make, period, the end. Okay. Uh, listeners, we're talking to David Chikotsky, who is a poker tutor, successful poker player, very successful poker player, and now a poker author. Are you serious about fasting? Do you recommend fasting at the poker table in different situations? No, I don't. But um, but I, I do fast in, in real life. You know, I'll do a 24-hour fast, and it's good for you. Drink a lot of water, clean your body out. The whole point of the exercise isn't just isn't just a physical reaction. I mean, it's also psychosomatic in the sense that hey, I, I can do it. You know, I can tell myself, hey, you know, it's whatever, 3 o'clock Pacific time, I'm not going to eat till 6 o'clock tomorrow night. A lot of people can say they'll do something, they don't follow up. Here's one of those examples where if you just say it and you just do it, when it's all said and done, when you have your first bite to eat tomorrow at 6 o'clock, you, you accomplish something. You know, you actually did something. And um, a lot of people have that issue, especially now with, um, you know, short attention spans and things of that nature. And it's just good, you know, to be able to make little goals. Or, or I mentioned in the book also, you know, l- learning a foreign language or, you know, learning a martial art, something of that nature. People wanted to do these things all their life. Oh, I always wanted to learn that, but they just don't. So my whole thing is let's go ahead and just do it. Improve yourself as a person. You'll find that as you improve your intellect, the poker game becomes much easier. So you're teaching self-control in many ways, setting goals, achieving goals through self-control, self-denial, and basically went, and also committing yourself to do what you say you're going to do. Not only that, but in poker, you have to trust yourself. And that's one thing that's one of the, you know, base requirements of the way I play is that I trust myself not to pay someone off. So what that allows me to do is it allows me to get into a lot of weird situations on the turn. Maybe I check-raise the flop with, like, bottom pair where the average guy would check fold. Or maybe I check-raise the flop with ace high. And maybe I'm doing this on a turn. Maybe I raise the river. I can do all of these things. I can get in and out of all these crazy spots because I know no matter what, if I'm beat and someone goes all in, I'm not calling. So I'm able to make it look like I might call you. I'm I'm able to re-raise you thinking, creating what we call fake fold equity. You might think I'm going to fold, but I'm not. Or you might think I'm not going to fold, but I am. So the the point is to put yourself in tough decisions. Um, A lot of poker players will steer away from tough decisions, but you'll find the absolute best players in the world they're happy to get into tough situations. If, if pressure's on them, all that means is the pressure's on their opponent even more. It's like, think of it like a factor of 1.2. If I have 100 units of pain towards me, if that ends up being 120 units of pain towards my opponent, then I'll accept that pain every time. The same thing going into these flops with weird hands, going into the turn in weird spots. Most people don't trust themselves. They, for example, great example is like, you know, a king nine type hand. Like, a lot of people will say, well, Reverse negative implied odds if you call out a position with king nine. Because what if you call, you could be dominated. I don't worry about all that because I'm never going to pay the guy off. You know, I might miss and make a bluff. I might hit and try to pot control it. I might hit and turn it into a bluff. But the point is, I'm not just going to hand him my chips with top pair and nine character. Never in a million years. Not if you put a gun to my head, I'm still not going to pay you the chip. By, by being able to trust myself on a defensive aspect, I'm able to do things on an offensive aspect that other people might not consider. Fair enough. I understand that. I'm looking at the table of contents of your book, and I want you to walk us through at least a couple of these before we close. You mentioned uh, the number one leak of poker players. Can you tell us what that is or give us an idea of what those may be? Sure. The number one leak of poker players, without a doubt, 
is not looking at real information, not paying attention. People, just a quick example is people are way more interested in did the guy swallow or did he look me in the eyes or did he do this or did he, what I'm most interested in is how often does he raise, from what position, what types of hands, does he continue on post-flop? I want to know real information, not BS information. I want things that are quantifiable. I don't want to be feeling. They're not really feelings. They're mathematical estimations that you actually have processed already. You go, oh, my gut tells me to call. It's not really your gut, my friend. Just like when your girlfriend or your wife screams at you and says, well, my heart tells me this. It's not her heart. It's her brain. Same thing here. It's not your gut. It's your brain. So finding real information, categorizing it, putting it in parameters, and being able to use it. I mean, I always give the analogy of, a, of baking a cake. You just gave someone you know, sugar, flour, baking soda, and all these different ingredients. You say, go make me a cake. I guarantee you the cake won't come out right. If you gave them those exact same ingredients and then you put parameters up and say, hey, here's how you make it. You need a quarter cup of this, half cup of that. All of a sudden, it's not very hard. So it's the same thing here. You're either looking at real information, you're either working within proper guidelines, or you're not. A lot of people are leaves blowing in the wind, and they're just free-balling it. And quite frankly, that's not replicable. If you're going to 20-table or 10-table, especially for multiple years on end, you have to have a system in your head that's very logic-based and that works. Uh, David, I love your articulateness combined with your passion. Uh, listeners, the book is The Basics of Poker and Beyond. David, the Maven Chukotsky, give us your website, how people can get your book and your tutoring, and then we'll have to close. Sure. My website, themaventraining.com. You can always email me at david at themavenvt.com. You can also go look me up on Facebook, David Chukotsky. Um, otherwise, the book's on Amazon, Kindle, called The Basics of Poker and Beyond, and um, I appreciate you having me on. You bet. It was great having you, David, and I look forward to talking to you again. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Well, the first week of the football season is in the books, and come on, how'd your fantasy team do? I got to admit, I did pretty well. I tried a whole bunch of those $1 entries on FanDuel.com, and man, did they pay off. So how about you? Did you win some money? No? Well, you can on FanDuel this weekend. Come on, put your football knowledge to work and go to FanDuel now. FanDuel is the trusted leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They are paying out over $75 million a week this football season. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1 so anyone can play. Last year, Joe Watson from New York turned a $50 deposit into over $30,000 in two weeks playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Join him and the over 1 million other users who have already won money. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks. that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my code HOC. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments, whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. 
Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. He was king at five card stud. The stranger's game was five card stud. He was hard to beat. Rather play than he. Long as it was five card stud. When he played, he played. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to my favorite segment of House of Cars, which is the mailbag segment. I'm joined in studio by my producer, Dave Weishattle, who has some questions for me. If you have a question for us, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, post a question on our Facebook page, or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline, 609-474-4627. What's that number again, Dave? That's 609-474-HOCR, which is 4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Well, we got Steve from New York, and uh, a lot of people ask this question. If I'm in a tournament and I'm tired from long play or it's a late-night tournament, I tend to play too fast without full thought into what my opponents may have. Do you have any advice on fighting the fatigue factor when I play? Uh, caffeine? Yep. Um not playing. See, that doesn't work for me. I, I drink coffee, and then i got to go to the bathroom every two seconds. Well, that's so. another option. You can just go to the bathroom, <laughs> go to bathroom every two seconds. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think people have to either have endurance or they don't. Uh, you know, the, the obvious stuff, which I'm coming up with off the top of my head, not as a poker expert, but get plenty of sleep the night before. Uh, don't drink alcohol and caffeinated beverages uh, because that will dehydrate you and deplete you and end up wearing you down, Uh, having a good balanced meal, plenty of vegetables, say your prayers, all that crap. But I don't have any magic solution (laughs) to how to avoid getting tired in the middle of the night uh, following a long tournament. Increasingly, they are structuring tournaments, especially the major ones, so they don't become endurance affairs, so that they end at a reasonable time and they continue the next day. Uh, but there are Ironman uh, tournaments, and there are tournaments that are just structured to start. I mean, I, I play in a tournament that starts on the early side of the day instead of – I wouldn't play in a 5 o'clock tournament. I play in the 11 a.m. tournament. I wouldn't play in a 7 p.m. tournament if I know that the structure is going to have me playing until 4 in the morning if I can't uh, you know, keep my best level of play throughout. So that's all the advice I can offer. I, I was always meaning to ask you, we, you know, everyone, we get these questions about how do you uh, relax during a tournament? What's your endurance like? I was in a poker room and I saw, you know, I'm sure you have too, masseuses oh, yeah. come around. Massage I like, therapists. I, I've never tried that. And I, I don't, see, I don't think that would get me too relaxed. You know, I would be falling asleep. I mean, would, oh, I've had, you, I've had you, many massages at the table. Really? Yeah, of course, being the cheapskate, my only uh, interest is what do they charge? And they used to charge at the Trop in Atlantic City, it was $15 for 20 minutes. Wow. And that was great. Then it was a buck an hour, pretty good. And now, invariably... You mean a buck a minute? A buck a minute. Because I'll I'll buy 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 that. (laughs) And now, invariably, it's two bucks a minute. So if I want a 15-minute massage, it's 30 30 bucks. bucks. And... Plus, I guess you got a tip, too. And you got else, a tip. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always want a tip. But I um, – so I don't do it. For two bucks a minute, I think that's too much. So, well, it, other, other than the cash considerations, how do you feel better after oh, yeah. they do it? And, oh, and, and I love Can it. you concentrate and, on oh, the yeah, cards? Yeah, yeah. And Although, increasingly, I will ask for the massage and not play because um, I just want – I don't want to be distracted by the hand. I want to be fully immersed in the <laughs> massage experience. Uh, it's only a neck, shoulder, and back massage. Right. They don't do anything else. But if you're in Las Vegas, i got to just add this as a plug. Reflexology. There are folks that give massages for an hour really? for $25 in Chinatown on Spring Mountain. Oh, okay. Wonderful. you got to do it. If you're ever in Las Vegas, 
get the reflexology now, massage. Now, that's not the hot rocks or no, anything no, like that. Or that's like you're pushing on reflex, pressure points, right? Reflexology is your feet. Okay. And then you have the option of full body massage while you're there, which I recommend highly. You know, I, I tried doing that at the table. You know, I'll try that once in a while. Full body yeah, massage? Full, yeah, right at the table. Why not? What well, the you could probably earn <laughs> yeah, right. more money giving so, yeah, massages yeah, right. than playing poker, Dave. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The way I play? Yeah, probably. So I guess that'll do it. That'll do it. If you have a question for us, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, post a question on our Facebook page, or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline, 609-474-4627. What's that number again, Dave? That's 609-474-HOCR, which is 4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Make sure to come back next week for more House of Cards. Podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>